0: Hi, guys. We're back. Episode 207, Out the Top, February 27th, 2024. I'm back in Rock Life Studios. Dan Carter's back with us. How are you doing, Dan? Doing
1: good. How are you guys?
0: Good. Hey, guys, we've got a—well, uh, our have, well, if you count the, the Southern Bounty Series, I guess we had guests. Have we had anybody else on this year?
1: No.
0: No. So this is our first— rock bouncer, first official guest, I guess you could say, of the season. Kenneth Cozine's with us.
2: What's up?
0: Kenneth is going to, we're going to talk to him a little bit, and then he's going to stick around. And the the back half of the episode, we're going to do our, um, our yearly picks for the National Rock Racing Association season, and we're going to make him do them too. So <laughs> instead of just us getting yelled at this year for not picking somebody, y'all can fuss at Kenneth too.
2: Uh,
0: Last year we made some people We hurt some feelings I think We were getting uh, comments after the fact I can't believe somebody did Y'all didn't pick me Well you wasn't on the entry list
1: Yeah
0: It's hard to pick somebody when they're not registered for a race So uh, We'll get into it Kenneth What's uh most of everybody knows you, you had the bad donkey for a long time. Famous rig. Yep. It's gone back to its original home, I guess. So yeah. what's, uh, so what, what's in your future?
2: Uh, well, you know, I sold the, sold the, uh, the buggy bad donkey last year to Alex. Um, I've been kind of gathering parts. Most everyone knows, you know, if you're in the racing world, I've been gathering parts for it seems like years now. Um just to try to get something moving, um, something of my own and I kinda initiated the the whole, hey, let's build a buggy uh process. Oh I guess in August or September of last year and um right now there's a chassis with a motor training transfer case sitting in it. Um rear ends under it and suspension has been mounted as we speak so um it's been a slow process but man we're getting there
0: yeah i remember uh last year about this time you were talking about what seats or, or I and mean, you had talked about seats or something and you were going to get a
2: seat or yep. something to build yeah i got a seat from you and um of course we, we we when we got the chassis ready we took some measurements and stuff and um, I had a few things that I wanted to change on the chassis, so um, I dropped the chassis off at back at Scott's. Um, I think in October, and then he really got started, to, um, you know, working, humping on it um, about middle of November. So, and really, he's only working on it. You know, he's still running a business in the shop, um, so he's working on it by himself, kind of after hours. You know, we're not not really dedicating a full eight- or ten-hour day to it in the shop. So, he's kind of piecing some time together and and making the best of it. But um, I was hoping to kind of have it back in the shop here for me to wire and plumb. Um, Hopefully, by the end of the month. And we've kind of passed that deadline. So, um, it's looking like it'll probably be closer to the middle of race season. And... Um, I hate it, but it's going to be done right. And it's going to be legit when he comes out.
0: You're on the same schedule we're on. So <laughs> it'll,
2: you know, uh, it'll come. uh, with, with, with time comes beauty. Right. So, um, uh, I'm hoping it's right and hoping it's ready in a matter of a couple months. So, um, it's been a long time coming and I'm ready to make a statement. You know, I've been in the game for a long time, and um, it's my time. There you go.
0: We started. uh, When did we start building the buggy, Dan? Um,
1: Uh, Which one?
0: Well, originally. (laughs) Why we've
1: been so much? Yeah, so many people. And we've
0: paid so many different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's focus on that for a minute. We've paid so many damn people, and uh, but nevertheless, we're we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a buggy. The uh, ours is showing up, uh, pending everything goes good tomorrow night. Ours is going to be delivered to Windrock. Um, not finished, but the fab work's done, and and we got to take it back and do some plumbing and wire and and we're hoping much like you we're hoping to have it out sometime mid-season whenever we can uh me and dan have talked about ours it's it's too pretty we almost don't want to scratch it that's a good problem to have i suppose
1: yeah yeah we've kind of got the mentality you've got like just take it get it back in hand do everything right because like you take a work of art that's produced. you know some of these buggies people have a pile of money in them and i mean a lot of them look like show cars but i mean you you want to ch- show it justice by doing everything right not half-ass anything and, and when it gets ready to race like you said come out make a statement
2: you're right yeah and yeah. there's like just what you said there's no sense in just going willy nilly and saying, Hey, I wanna race this thing and you know, you encounter problem after problem after problem and you know, you look at the best of the best. You know, my perfect example would be Timmy. You know he claimed that he was building the trail rig, right? And he comes out with one of the baddest machines out there. And there's gonna be some some trials and tribulations along the way, but man, when he comes out he's ready to race. And you know that's the way be- that's the way I wanna be
0: before we came on and and I'm, I was sure that we were going to talk about Timmy when it come time to do our picks, because I'm sure his name was going to come up. If he's going to run a full season, he's going to be tough. But I was just thinking about like how to beat Timmy. Like, how do you beat someone who doesn't break? You know, I was thinking back to, um, you know, uh, the year him and you know, two years ago when him and Wade battled it out to the, to the very last race. I don't remember the last time Timmy's had a parts failure. Like I'm thinking,
2: Timmy's been in the
0: game. I'm thinking, Timmy's been in the Moneymaker. game
2: long enough to know what parts are going to break, and you know he he knows. Hey, I need to I need to kind of step my game up here and do the homework here. That way, I don't have nothing fail me when it's time to come payday. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I, just, I was thinking back. I'm thinking like it was almost when he built Moneymaker. And that, that rig lasted one race or maybe two. He tore the front end off of it. He took it home, parted it out, yep. started over, you know, it's hard to beat someone over a season when they don't have, you know, they're, 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 I, I don't want to call them lucky, but they're fortunate enough to not have any failures at all. Yep. Yep. You know, maybe a flat tire That's- here and there, but.
2: That's the that's the level that I'm striving for. You know, with I've been in the game long enough and um that's that's what I'm shooting for. That's my goal.
0: So I went back and I done some digging. I couldn't I I didn't have time to dig like I wanted to. But it looks like you have been around or had like a full blown rock bouncer since around like twelve or
2: thirteen. Uh yes. So Um, I've had a rock bouncer for, uh, I would say 13, uh, 2015 was my first race. Um, I raced the, the blue Jimmy Smith buggy that I had for two years, three years, no, two years. Then, um, sold it, ended up with, bought the bad donkey buggy in 18 and, 2018, I started racing it, uh, third in points with Pro Rock that year, won the knockout race that year, Um, had two or three podiums that year, done really good for the rookie season in the buggy, and I think I got a little headstrong in 19 and 20, and I pretty much flopped. (laughs) Um, You know, 19 and 20 were both tough years for me, Uh, I'd done good to really put a race together those two years for some reason. And 21, I kind of started reeling it back in. Um, of course I was still racing hard 21 and 22. I raced almost every single race I could, uh, 21. I followed point series with national rock and pro rock. Again, one was in there. They were only there for a year or so. Um, and then 22, I followed uh, National Rock. Um, so 21, I think I was fifth in points with Point One. Uh, I think seventh in points with National Rock, and third in points again with Pro Rock. Uh, 22, I ended the season sixth in points with National Rock. Uh, had a couple, couple more podiums uh 22 i had a podium in another knockout race so so i've got quite the history i'm going
0: to back up a second you said you said scott who's who's you said scott was building your buggy who's scott
2: scott morris at sunfire 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 okay for
0: for for people who may not know um so that was that was the original builder of donkey yep that's what i thought
2: well yeah uh, the original builder was Kyle, um, Kyle and some some pipe fitting buddies of his um, from down in Kentucky. They pretty much built it, and then once Kyle kind of understood what he was doing and what had done what he had done wrong, the buggy got shipped to uh, Sunfire, and Sunfire completely revamped it. You know, under Kyle's you know ownership, and then pretty much again he was the go-to guy for any of the parts on. On the buggy when I drove it so uh, the new chassis is a um, there's three like it and I've changed so much on the new chassis it's not even funny went to a completely different uh, suspension setup than what the other two chassis are designed for you know he Scott drew this thing up in CAD and you know he bladed all out and it was perfect you know super light and um, I've kind of made him chop it into like thirds like the front half and the rear half come off of it and then we were left with a center section and then completely rebuilt everything out from that so um it should be pretty gnarly some cool some cool uh, suspension stuff coming down the pipeline um kind of excited about that so
0: we're excited to see it it's uh i get asked every winter Oh, is there going to be racing this year? Oh, is Rock Bouncing dead? Yada, 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 yada. When I looked at the entry list for um, Windrock, I don't think there's anything wrong with Rock Bouncing. I think Rock Bouncing is still going up. Um, And there's more new people and new rigs all the time and so the more the more we can have the better and 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 i'm glad that uh you're not going to be out too long because hell um, even when you're not racing you're 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 helping uh i've seen you run the gate at events and and check do safety and um i
2: love it you know um it's one of the few things that i enjoy you know outside of you know home life right so um i love it there's I love the sport. I love the people. I love horsepower. Uh, it's kind of like a drug. Really? Once it gets in your blood, you can't really get it out. And, um, I've got vacation plan this year for races. You know, I was planning on going racing and if I don't have a buggy to race, I'm still going to races and I'm going to be doing the exact same thing of what you just said. You know, safety checks, praying with people on the starting line, running starting gate if they need me to, um,
0: whatever, you know. You you were probably uh and we don't know each other well, but you you were one of the first people that I met, I guess. Um when I got involved. And me and Dan were talking about this, you know, last week on the episode. You know, I was at a lot of Rock Bouncer racers, but I never got to go to the races. I was in the parking lot or I was around. And so I never right. really got to meet anybody or you know we were talking about i don't I don't think I ever got to see Richie Keys run. I might have been there when it happened, but I never got He's to not. see him run, but you were what? one of the first guys that 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 I met that was um um had a had a machine was a driver I met you through a probably big hill um i think I think Cody introduced us somewhere uh but yeah so we're we're glad you're gonna be around um you texted me after last week's episode, and you yes, said, sir. "You said <laughs> I've got to get you guys. I got to tell you guys some rock bouncer history." So y'all are
2: cracking me up. So, Latin, of course I've watched every episode from you guys. You know I, I support all the all the media outlets. Um, everyone does a phenomenal job of, of covering our sport and. Um, I wish there was more outlets like what you're doing right now, just so we could get to know all the drivers and stuff. Um, there's a whole lot more to us than hey, that guy drives a rock bouncer. Um, it's pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, you all were cracking me up on uh, some of the stuff that you all were saying. Just uh, I, I was I was thinking back through the files in my head. You know, I was a fan before I became a a, a racer too. So, uh, I kind of geeked out on the whole Bobby Tanner, Richie Keith, uh, era you know I raced with those guys. Right. So, um, yeah, I, w-
0: it, I was there and, and Dan was, was probably there, but you know, at that time, um, you know, we were talking about like the bounty series, it, it ran the UTV bounty series ran standalone. We did right. run with the bouncers. You know, if, even if you ran UTV unlimited class, you didn't run on Saturday, you run Friday. So we were there, but I don't know how much of it, you know, we, I got to experience. I, I don't know about Dan. Like he, he may have got to see a whole lot more of it than I did, but it it was cool being there, but I, I miss, I'm glad now I'm getting to see some of the races
1: Mm-hmm. for sure.
0: You know, up until um uh oh shoot. When did I start filming? Probably um West Virginia on accident. You know, that's how we got into this. Um me filming the races. We had the vendor trailer set up at West Virginia last year and we were at the top, right where the bouncers come up. We were getting no foot traffic at the vendor area or at the vendor booth. So I'm like, Well, we'll walk over Cause you all come, they climb the hill and it come out like a hundred foot from my trailer. That was the first time I had ever even been probably on the hill or that close to the hill when something was running. You know, I've been around and, and seen it, but I've never got to pay that much attention to it. And man, I'm telling you, it's one of those deals. Like, you know it, but you don't know it until you're in it. Um, it, but it's you guys are so nuts. I told Dan last week you guys are nuts. You're all crazy. <laughs> um, but if you had to, okay, you you wanted to tell us some rock bouncer history. Think back. You got time. Tell us. Give us one one story that maybe nobody knows or or the masses don't know or or, or maybe one. Um, I don't know. Just, just something that, something that, that, that is really important to you or something you remember from like when you were first coming around, I'm putting you on the spot. I know.
2: So, uh, yeah, I, there, so there's one thing that comes to mind and it's a little more recent. Um, but let's back up, you know, you know, early years, um, the very first race that I raced uh, technically an official race, you know, I had a helmet on, I guess it was official. I don't really know, but, um, so to put you in perspective, right. So I'm in my buggy, uh, fire suits were kind of what's well, a fire suit. We we don't race those. Optional. Um, yeah, at that, at, at that time it was, what's well, a fire suit. So, um, I was in muck boots, jeans, I had a hoodie on and I put a fire, you know, a jacket on, um, uh, the helmet, that, the helmet that I had on was too big for my head, but well, this was 2015, my very first race. Um, the helmet that I had on was a half helmet with flames on it that my dad had got from the pawn shop. Um, the helmet was too big for my head. So I put on a, uh, neon green busted knuckle toboggan under it to make sure it didn't really rattle around and like come down over my eyes while I'm running or something. Um, I'm sitting in my buggy. Uh, old Blue Ball still had the 383 stroker in in it. You know, four link. You know, for that era, it was modern technology, right? And you know, I fit right in with the rest of the bouncers. And um, people literally inches from the tape as you're going up the the hill and stuff. And I'm sitting in my in my buggy. And I'm like two people, uh, two people in front of me. And, um, uh, Richie Keith walks up, Richie and his brother, Chad, they both walk up to my buggy. Um, Richie looks at me. He says, is this your first race? I said, yes, sir. Of course I'm nervous, you know, sitting on the line. It's my first race ever in anything like this. And I got this famous guy, Richie Keith, you know, ply boy, the ply boy walking up to talk to me. And, uh, he says, you'll be fine. I'm like, Dude, I'm like, fifteen. Got drive against you, you you freaking launch your buggy twenty feet in the air and don't think twice about it. What do you mean I'm gonna be fine? <laughs> Just calm down, take a breath. You're going out the top. And his his brother walked up, you know, was kind of behind him. Walked up to me. He uh he took his hand out and shook my hand. He said, "Good luck, buddy." And um. It's kind of one of the things that you never forget, right? You you know, you shook the hand of Chad and Richie Keith and they, they wished you good luck on your very first hill ever, very first race ever. And then you take off up the hill. That was, that was cool. That was, that was crazy. So, um, that's something that that I'll never forget. I mean, some people don't think twice about it, you know, but. And, and Richie and, and Chad probably didn't think twice about it either. You know, it's just the people that they are. And this the people that the rest of the racers are too. Um, but that's, that's something I'll, I'll never forget.
0: Okay. Let, let, let's expand on that a little bit, Dan. Okay. So, uh, I remember my first race. I only had five, so it's, it doesn't have to be, there's not a whole <laughs> lot of data to dig through, but I remember my first race, um, I know you raced like the rhinos and stuff. When was your first Dan, when was your first, um, do you remember your first like UTV race, like actual, not in a Yamaha race?
1: Oh man. We, uh, we used to run. Okay. So, so back in the day, Pro Rock had just barely started taking off. So with us running UTV stuff, we were limited to... Uh, Clyde did did his stuff on Friday, and that was kind of out of reach because we were working all day, every day through the week. And very seldom did we get a weekend off. So uh, back then, it was pretty much... Uh, Dustin Robbins had a... Uh, A series going and it was called the the razor aid series and that was before polaris kind of started squashing all the people that you know had razor in their terminology i guess you would say and then uh we had the the straight up series which was um both those series were were all utv powered you know series so outside of uh of my first race with with joey and them running the rhino i learned really quickly that i needed a little bit more ass in in, in that thing so ended up buying uh, one of austin pruitt's very first buggies that he built was the uh no shame buggy and timmy actually wound up with the buggy and ran it for uh, a year with clyde and did pretty well in it and then it got sold off to, as a trail rig and then we got our hands on
0: it. Is that Franklin? What's that? Is that Franklin?
1: That's Franklin.
0: You had Franklin before you had the full body?
1: I did. I'm learning. So, I'm
0: learning. I'm taking things in. I'm, so I'm Franklin, being educated.
1: Yeah. And we, we call that thing Franklin cause it looks like a little cute Franklin, the turtle. So <laughs> we ended up, um,
0: it's about as fast as a damn turtle.
1: <laughs> we ended up taking that thing and we, we ran a bunch of the straight up stuff with it, but my very first race uh with that buggy was at Stony Lonesome and felt like I was doing really well come flying across the finish line and like fifty foot from the finish line just wide open throttle something gave i didn't know what was going on well it blew a belt but i was able to still like coast across the finish line and that was the first day that i met well i'd actually knew cash and john Lacroix, but that was the first time i ever really got to talk to to him uh and other than that we didn't really know anybody well john ended up dragging us from the race hill all the way back to the parking lot because I knew I had a belt for that 900. But, uh, you know, that that's probably my first race, and I was, like, I, I say my first race, but that's my first race in a Polaris.
0: Yeah, uh, listen.
1: A real race
0: car. Bless your heart for the Rhino. You tried. You gave it the old college try.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, we... we ran that thing for a pretty good while and just uh as things evolved you know needed more power and that's that's when we uh we ended up was i had busted the transmission output shaft in that thing a few times so i was like i gotta come up with a better fix than the 900 transmission um wound up putting a turbo transmission in there and the guy that was doing it for me uh he ran into some issues and i was like man what like what's the hold up he's like well we're you know nobody's really done this yet so we're still figuring out how to put uh like a turbo transmission in with like a 1k 900 setup i guess so yeah. i was like it'd be any easier if we just did a turbo engine he's like well well yeah you know that'd be simplest thing to do and i was like well let me uh let me go home and count all my pennies and you know next <laughs> thing i knew, We were able to come across a turbo engine to put it in that buggy and uh, we just crammed it in there ran it a a few races ended up locking the engine up and uh, that's when uh, I I talked to my my good buddy Eric Galloway with with, uh, Galloway Precisions he was racing and he had uh, the full body and he was like, if you need to borrow it a, a few races, you go right ahead and borrow it. And we actually finished the season out with with the borrowed Razor. And uh, eventually, he, I talked him into selling it to me and he was, was gracious to, to finance it for me. And it took me uh, several, several, several months to pay him back, but we, we got it. And she's been rode hard and put up wet many times since then.
0: Oh, yeah listen i' I'm, I'm excited it's done I know we talked last week about uh we were working on that thing it's uh we got it put together uh, last minute somehow or another we were so focused on the front end of this thing we forgot to look at the back uh, yesterday we found a bent trailing arm and two bent radius rods um so we cut them got them changed out all but we we had uh, well we changed out everything we could um but it's it's done it's back together all four wheels are pointing in the same direction oh
1: boy
0: yes (laughs) um wade wade came to the shop the other day and and um dropped his razor off to get some work done and wade said he said can you make sure all of dan's wheels are pointing the same way he's like every machine he's got's got the stanky leg and I was like, that's that's what we're doing. That's what we're working on. We're getting it all. We're, we're at least tracks in one line. Makes life a whole lot easier. Um, so I'm excited. Baby yeah, baby steps. Um, but yeah, I, I remember my first race just like it. I mean, uh, you know, I pulled up down there at, at Wildcat, and we've talked about this before. And Dan walked me around the course like I was a lost puppy because I was like, I didn't know where to go. I was like. Show me. Show me the ways. And uh, I, I didn't do good. I was extremely slow. Um, but we finished. Everyone laughed. I didn't break anything. Good enough. That's good enough hey, that's, for
1: me. Anytime you can get load up without breaking anything.
2: Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we got, we're got. we going to kick off our season this week at Windrock. March 1st and 2nd. Friday is going to start at noon for the uh, UTV stock, UTV cup class, and the Venn class is going to be Friday. Saturday racing starts at 9 a.m. Guys, we've got – I was talking about the entries. Bouncers, there are 24 entries for Windrock. Cup class –
2: That's a big number, really. That's
0: a big number.
2: talk about that just for a minute, Brian. You know, that – there's races where, you know, we've went entire seasons with 12 drivers, right? And, you know, you mentioned earlier you have had the question asked, is the sport dead? Uh, no. Uh, a, a driver count of 24 on the very first race, that's impressive.
0: There's 24 at the very first race, and I could probably sit here, if I had the entry list in front of me, I could rattle off, um, you know, including you, at least three or four off the top of my head that are going to be participating at some point.
2: Yep. You know right. when stuff yeah.
0: gets done, gets finished, motors get put back together. Um. So you know, boys, I I don't know if we'll hit thirty in a in a in one race because now listen, Windrock usually does pull the biggest crowd of the season. Um, sure. Group. but 30 is not out of the question. And that's unreal. I've only ever seen maybe one or two races with with that car count. You know, you think back to the old uh uh Race to Riches, you know, they had they had 50. Um uh, but they struggled to get that. They had to they were paying entry fees for people and um yep. you know, to try and get that, I've, but
2: I've seen the days uh, you know, I've I've raced and seen the days with, you know, 30 or 40 drivers. Um, and I'll say this kind of without regard, but, uh, the Point one series, uh, when it came and was in its prime and then went, uh, that series pulled the most drivers in every class. Right. So everyone wanted to race with Point one and, uh, there was, you know, any given day with those guys, you were racing against 30 other, 40 other drivers. So
0: yeah so th- th- let you know it's there. um it's out there. I mean even our 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 unlimited UTV unlimited class, eighteen entries, stock class 15 bounty there's only eight, but listen, that class is not for the faint of heart. uh in a UTV, that bounty class is killer. um you know venn class, there's only four, but youth listen, this is what I want to talk about. there's 15 in the youth class.
2: That's
0: wild. That's cool. That is cool. If they
2: don't get your blood pumped, I don't know what does. That, that's
0: cool. There's 15 entries in our and, – and I almost feel bad for them because I'm afraid it's going to be a little bit of a repeat of last year. It was so muddy there at Windrock that they had a hard time in them little two-wheel drives. Um, but hopefully it doesn't get as wet as it did last year. Uh, maybe it won't be as bad on them, but that is so cool that there's 15 of those guys in that class. Um, you know, and they had their, their reigning champion has moved on and I'm going to tell this on him right now. Ooh, I don't know if his dad's, Hilly. told him. I don't know if his dad's told him, um, Dustin, if, if, um, uh, if Brantley doesn't know, you might want to turn the podcast off for right now. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, Dustin Havens just picked up a pro XP for Brantley and Dustin to race in the stock class. He's going to get that thing Friday and he's going to have it at wildcat. Um, they're going to try and have it at wildcat. Um, he was texting me about that today. So the, the youth class champion has went from a 200 to a pro XP. Dustin's going to ride with him. I don't know. I, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I think I would, I would just turn him loose. Dustin said, I'm going to make you ride with him. I said, play hell. Nuh-uh. He said, well, I'll yeah. get I said, well, I'll get Dan. He said, I said, well, you'll have a better chance of getting him than you would me. I am not getting in that car with Brantley. I've seen him yeah. drive.
1: Brantley's grown. He can drive that
0: thing. Yeah. He said he's been, right. uh, been practicing quite a bit, been driving that old four-seater. So he's been slinging that four-seater around. He gets in that pro, he won't know what to do. Right. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see that. That's going to be cool. Uh, so, yeah, Windrock coming up, big season. I'm going to ask you, Kenneth, what about, uh, before we get into our picks, National Rock has 10 race season. Most of your other series that have came and went and are still around run a five to six race season. Which do you prefer? Do you like the long season, or or would you rather it be condensed down?
2: Um, you know, I I like what Clyde has done the past probably two years uh, with giving us a break in the middle. Um, um, and for some reason I really don't understand why, um, the outlaw ra- outlaw series has kind of tried to push everything towards the first half of the year. Um, I mean, I understand we all have lives to live and stuff outside of racing, but if they could, if they could push another two or three races, um, you know, tack on another two or three races to, to their year, to their season, I mean they could be racing just like what the, the, the national rock racing series is. Um, so I, I prefer the longer series, um, splitting them up, give, you know, giving us a break in the middle there. I like that because it, it gives everyone, you know, the, the halfway mark of, Hey, I need to jerk the rear end out front of my buggy and, and replace it. Or, Hey, I need to tear this transmission apart and send it off to fritz. Um, so that, that, that little break there in the, in the middle for the National Rock Series has been beneficial. Um, I do like that the finals has been pushed up to the original date of what it was instead of pushing it back towards the end of Ma- uh, October. Um, that way it gives us a little bit more of a break between the end and start of the next season. Um because just like what what you're battling right now, you know, you've got guys without motors in their buggies right now. Hmm. It's because it's they didn't get them to their builder in time. Um. So to answer your question, yes, I, I like the the longer series, the longer season, uh, better with the break in the middle. That seems to work best for most people. I
0: don't. I just don't think a five race season is a big enough sample size. If you're okay. just if you're just uh, if you don't have a champion, if you're just doing like races then that's fine. But I don't know how you can do a... And, you know, maybe that's why they didn't... Like, even Pro Rock. Pro Rock had a champion, you know. um, But it didn't seem like they celebrated the champion like they should. You know, they focused more on event winners. I don't think five races is enough sample size to, um, to crown... A champion, And that's one thing I like about our 10 race season. We put a whole lot of focus on the year long, the marathon, you know, yes. that, that, that championship. When you win that, um, I would imagine it feels like you've done something, you know, uh, especially I've with no drops. That, huh? yeah, so well, we know what it feels like to lose one. <laughs> And it sucks. It'll suck the life out of you when you when when it, yep. when, when it's that close and you just watch it uh, go away. So I could imagine what it feels like to to get one after a, after a ten race season and then you throw in finals there. That's basically a double race. Um, yep. Yeah, I could imagine that would be cool. You know, work all year. Um, maybe we can we can work on that. That's that stock class this year, Daniel. Uh, I think I think you I think you can do it, buddy.
1: Yeah, we're going we're going to give her hell like day that.
0: Don't don't sound so confident, but I don't you know I don't wanna, I don't want to scare everybody away. Uh all right, <laughs> we're going to get into our season picks. Uh we're not going to do the youth class. Uh Venn class, there's usually only three or four entries, put them all in a pot and pick them out. Um Charles Chris is going to be your winner in that class unless somebody comes along. Uh, so, we're going to start with our UTV classes and then we'll do our bouncers last. Uh, UTV stock class. Last year was Brandon Davis, uh, Braden Upchurch, and Daniel Heckley, I think was our top three. Uh, what do you think about this year? Daniel Heckley has traded in the Polaris, got a Can Am. Uh, I seen a video, Brandon is racing, or I say racing, he's been driving his Polaris and not his Can-Am, um, so I don't know who's going really going to be driving what, Braden got a new Turbo R, um, Dan's basically going to have a new Razor, so that stock class is going to be tough, Daniel, we'll start with you, what do you think, stock class?
1: We're going top three?
0: We'll do top three, and um, if you want to throw yourself in there, throw it. If you don't, we'll 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 let it slide.
1: Well, I I know that we're we're going to have a couple of races this year that we're not going to be able to make. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and say that these three, given the fact that they run all ten races, my stock. UTV champion is going to be Cody Kaysen. Number two would be Brandon Davis. And number three would be Daniel Heckley.
0: That's, I forgot, man. I'm, I've got my picks and I'm looking at them here. And I forgot about Cody. Um, that's going to make it interesting. Kenneth, have yeah. you have you looked at the stock class enough to to, to make an educated um, guess?
2: So you can't rule out Brandon Davis no matter what you're driving. Um, I don't care if he's in a Polaris or a Am; he's gonna drive the wheels off of it. He's fast. And um Daniel Heckley has gotten considerably better over the past two years in the stock class. Um Braden has done phenomenal, I think. Um, I think with the uh, machine change, it might be maybe throwing too much in the mix to, to count him as your top three. Um, can't forget about Jay Stortz. He's, he's always a, a contender, and, I mean, he's he's won some of the stock races, stock class races before.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Jay's fast.
2: you know Jay's due so he's going to be in my top 3. It's going to go I think it's going to go Brandon at the end of the year is going to be on top. Um probably um I'm going to do Brandon Cody in second and Jay in third. That's what I'm going with.
0: I forgot about that's Cody. It. Uh that, that that that's a good pick. I think, uh, geez, I think Brandon repeats. Um, oh, you guys have got me thinking now. Uh, I think Brandon repeats. I think second and third is going to be, and I'm I'm going to explain a little bit here in a second. I think second and third is going to be throw a hat, throw a rock, and you might hit Daniel Heckley, throw a rock, you might hit Jay Storch. It, that could be either way. For the sake of this, I'm going to say Brandon. Um, I'm going to say Brandon, J. and then Daniel. And the reason I don't put Daniel ahead is because of just what you said about Braden, the machine change. You have to drive those X3s so different than what you drive a Polaris. And I wonder if he can reel that in and get that figured out in the first few races of the season. Um, towards the end of the season, he will be tough in that. I do believe, but the first couple races of the season, I just wonder if he'll have enough seat time to be as good in that machine as he can be. Um, Braden, I don't think, uh, of course he he's running, you know, he's part of team rock life, part of this players racing deal with us a little bit, um, he has made mention that he's going to miss a few races as well. So I didn't throw him in the top three. I think to be in the top three, you're going to have to be at all three races. So I've got Brandon, Daniel or Brandon, Jay and Daniel, uh, UTV. Oh, let's go bounty class next. Who? that is really could, could be, I mean, it's a toss up. Um, uh,
2: do you have do you have the driver's list for Win Rock right in front of you?
0: I do not. There's only eight. Um, I know I knew
2: there was eight. I just didn't know. You've got
0: Casey sure. Howe, Josh Kropinsky, uh Nathaniel Bell. Oh yeah. Um oh. Dan, do you have it?
1: I'm I'm looking for it.
0: It's um, in the it's in the group. Yeah. Oh. Um. I can't remember I sat there and looked at it and looked at it and looked at it because that the group that's in that list in that entry list is going to be I feel like at most events
2: yep I agree and and all those all those people that drive the I'm sure the the kings will probably be in the bounty class as well yeah,
0: I think you've got um, both kings uh Dan's gonna get it for us.
1: Okay, I was going to try to text them to you, Cozine, but I imagine you're using your phone. I am, yep.
0: (laughs) I've got three of them going, so I can't look it up either.
1: (laughs) So you the bounty, We've got Derek Schaefer running first. Ooh. Josh Krupinski uh, second, or he drew number two. Uh, Three, Casey Howell. Four, Justin Hooper. Five, Nathan King. 6 Madison King, 7 Robert Trainer and 8 Nathaniel Bell. That's the 8 that's running at Winrock.
0: Okay. I, I feel like s- at least 6 or 7 of them is going to be pretty pretty consistent. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. know
1: that yep. and it's kind of like with with me like I'm I'm not going to run a bounty this year. I mean, I'm I'm planning on running at a few of it, but you've also got a bunch of those guys that run cup that want to run bounty, but they're not going to sign up for bounty until they know that their cup is finished and done with. And the car is still good enough to run bounty the next day. Yeah. So Both
2: of the cases will probably fall into that quick category right there, Dan. Probably.
0: I don't, I don't I don't think you'll see Cody. Um, I think, did he, did he get rid of his chassis? Is it gone? So Cody
1: rid of his chassis and he's in the middle of building another one.
0: Oh. So oh, I, I didn't know, know that.
1: I don't know if they'll be finished with that in time, but uh, I just based this off of. I based my choices off of who's going to be at Winrock because I'm like, yep. I feel like to be competitive, you've got to run all ten races. In 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 Agreed. the
0: in the bounty, you could uh, somebody could miss a couple races and still come in and and take it but typically you're gonna to have to be at all the races and, and that's kind of what i did too if you wasn't on the entry list for um the, the pre-entry list then then you were kind of omitted from this um yeah but dan let's go ahead and get started who uh who you got bounty class utv bounty class
1: uh, so uh utv bounty i'm thinking first is going to be casey howell second is going to be nathaniel Bell. And my third pick, he had a pretty good season last year. Uh, he had some hiccups, but he he's proved himself to be quite the wheel man as Josh Kropinski.
0: Yours and mine are very similar. Uh, who you got there, Kenneth?
2: Um. So it's funny because I was running through my head. Uh, Casey's first. Casey is a wheel man in the bounty class. I don't care what anybody says. Um and the new car that he has um many folks may not know it or not um he will have a new car um it's another chassis from kentucky i'll just leave it at that if he wants to break the news come winrock you'll you'll know uh so
1: Man, go ahead
0: and spill that tea. It don't even ah. it don't even look like the it like it did six months ago. They'll never know who no, it, it never which it they'll does. never know what it was. Nah.
2: But you know, that co- that buggy was originally built for a bounty series mm-hmm. buggy, so um he's got Wyatt Wilson's old chassis. And he is cut it apart and um I'm putting him first and I'm thinking old Josh turns the heat up. I'm thinking Josh comes out second overall, and then Nathaniel third.
0: Okay, so um, I've got the exact same list as as, as Kenneth. Um, I do want to note in there that if Nathaniel doesn't – because last year he didn't run all the races. Um, there was a couple he missed, I think, and if he – slips or doesn't run. I think Madison could sneak in there and, and catch that third place. Um, and I said it last year, I'm going to say it again. People are going to get mad and I'm still not going to care. I love Nathan King. He's a really great driver, but I don't think he can be successful running both classes. He's, he's too hard on equipment to run both classes. He could win. He could win the championship in both if the car holds together. Um, right. I just, and, until that, um, and, and he did get a new car. What part of the way through, um, part yeah, of the way he, through the season last year. Yep.
1: He wound up with the, the old rental, but mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to push the car as hard as you can and up and turn around and push it again as hard as you can.
0: And Bounty the next day. It just is. It just is. He could win the championship in either. Uh, He could win five races in either. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. But, um, and and I I wish him the best. I know some people probably thought last year I was picking on him. I'm not picking on him. Um, I'm just being a realist. And, you know, that's why we run three cars. You know, for a couple years. We've done that on purpose. Each car had a class. And, um... Even that was difficult. So uh but yeah, there's yeah, that's a lot of upkeep. Yeah, so the Kings, either one of them could really sneak into third. Um right. Cup class. We're gonna start this and we're gonna pretend that Timmy's running all the races. We don't know this. I don't think. I don't know if he's made it official. Uh we're gonna say he is, because I think he will. Um, so feel free to include him. I know last year we were kind of torn and he ended up not racing, but one, we didn't run any UTV races. Um, but I, I think he's back full time. So go ahead and, and, and you can include Timmy. He'll run the cup and probably the bouncer class, uh, UTV unlimited cup class. Who you got, Daniel? I pretty
1: much figured. Timmy's competitive. I think he missed, uh, missed the season last year. That's why he wanted to jump in at finals. Uh, so I, I chose Timmy's going to be first for UTV cup. Second was going to be clay Kaysen, And third pick I've got Cooper Bentley. Uh,
0: I'm not, I'm not going to jump in front of you, Kenneth, but that, that is my top three. Uh, just as just just the same that's exactly what i'm looking at on my sheet right now is is timmy clay and cooper i think that could go any which way
1: okay who's your four and
0: five uh <laughs> dude i don't know i'd have I to got,
1: davis, casey got who brandon davis casey howell
0: yeah brandon brandon could easily hmm. be fourth um I don't know. That could go. We'll know more after after this weekend and see who's running. Listen.
2: I would say a a very big um, factor in that would be if Brandon runs the same car for stock and cup again. (sighs) If he runs the same machine again.
0: I think Brandon Um, can get third or fourth. I I don't see him getting much past that because – there's some of these cup cup courses that car has a hard time with um it's fast don't get me wrong it's fast but there is just some of the courses a full body um just has a hard time with Uh, i think we've seen that at and and not that there wasn't some chassis that didn't have trouble but at west virginia last year uh poor brandon that one little jump up rock he beat on that thing for an hour, it seemed like, and then finally got up it and made it. And, you know, a lot of the chassis guys just rolled up and jumped up on it. So there's some of those courses that are going to hurt him. Uh, but I, I do think he can podium get, get, maybe even second. But I don't think he can, I don't think he's a threat to win if he runs that Can Am again. Um, so who, who's your picks, Kenneth? What do you think?
2: So, um, I was really wanting to see the and I've watched the videos. I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched busted knuckle, mad Ram, uh, high octane. I've watched them all at, at least three times since this came out. And, um, I was really wanting to see Timmy's new machine perform. Um, me personally, I cannot make a judgment call with him rolled in as a seasoned driver without seeing his car perform his buggy perform. um, he is still a wheelman, man, and without a doubt, he is certainly in the top three just because of, of who he is, right? So um, I'm putting Clay on top of the cup class. Um, probably going to be Timmy second and third place. My third and fourth are, are tough, right? So um, I'm thinking Karpinski turns it up turns the heat up again um if he runs the cup class that's if he runs both classes right so if he runs the bounty class and the cup class um the car the buggy's gonna take a beating so um in the same way with my fourth place um shoot what i drew a blank oh you said his name earlier uh, just simply because I have a lot of history with, with the buggy. Um, I think Nathan King oh, Nathan, pulls yep. out of fourth place. And Nathan King and Kerpinski is kind of interchangeable with third and fourth.
0: Yeah. Um, the You were talking about, Timmy. Um, the, the UTV Cup class, he is more vulnerable than he is in the bouncer. Um, the field's a little more equal. There's only so much you can do in a Razor. There's only so Great. much horsepower you can put in that little box. Yep. Uh, and then outside of that, a lot of people are running the same stuff. Um, so he is more vulnerable in that. He can be beaten more in that. Um, you know, he's got the bouncer game figured out. You know, Wade's the last person to give him really any trouble over the course of a 10-race season. Um but the cup class, you know, Clay could very easily take him. I do think that's going to be a close battle this year. Um, Clay's a wheelman. Timmy's a wheelman. Cooper could, you know, any of them boys. It's uh, it's going to be close. Bouncer class. Uh, Daniel, putting you on the spot. You got to go first, buddy. But once again,
1: I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Well, I. <laughs> I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a run this one that I don't think anybody's gonna see coming, but of course my first pick is gonna be Timmy. My top top two second it's gonna be Brandon Davis, and then my third, I'm hoping he's gonna be racing enough for us to see a good showing of him. There's there's been some rumors coming around. He's posted some stuff, so we'll see. <laughs> My third is Bubba Bacon.
0: Was, is he on the list for this weekend?
1: I don't even know. I don't know. I didn't do <laughs> much. Uh,
2: I don't think Bubba is, a, is a registered for the weekend, but um, I know little Tim has some stuff in the works too. So
0: I would love to see them back like full time.
2: Dude, you don't know how much I miss the Bacon family.
0: Well, you know, I said a minute ago that uh Wade was the last one to to give Timmy a run. The last one before Wade was Bubba. Uh, you know, to actually yeah, Bubba give
2: Bubba and Danny, Bubba and Danny were pretty hard on Timmy's heels there for two a year
0: two years or so. Yeah. Yeah, they they really come after him. So that uh man, we need more. Um uh, we've got good competition, but we need it to keep getting better and better and better. Right. Um, and we need guys like that. Uh, who's your picks, Kenneth?
2: Um, you know, that new buggy pretty bad, pretty, pretty legit. Um, of Timmy's, um, later down the road, I'm hoping I have something for him. Uh, but so I, I look back at the, the season drivers. So, um, you know, last year, if someone would have just simply won or finished every race, right? If you finish every race, you're in the top three. Mm-hmm. There was not a driver last year in the bouncer class that finished every hill. Think about that. So yeah. if if you have a driver, I don't care if he's two minutes slower than the rest of the field, right? So if he finishes every hill, he's a contender for the season, season title. Right. And, you know, that comes into points chasing too. So um, I'm saying, I'm saying Timmy's probably first again. If if he races a full season, he's probably first again just simply because it's what he does.
0: Eight time. Um, old eight time.
2: Second. Brandon is a very good driver. I would love to see him up there. Um, and third, can I do like a top five?
0: Yeah, do whatever you want. Run them, run them one through twenty-four, buddy. We don't care.
2: I feel like I feel like third, fourth, and fifth could interchange and 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 change quite a bit. Um,
0: the top five in this class is going to be wild this year.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree, um, because I've got strong confidence in my buddy Clint, Clint Garrison. Um, I've got strong confidence in um, the other reject fab buggy that we just started um, tuning. So Wade and I helped Ethan Jones over the weekend. We we get done some shock tuning on his buggy and worked out a few bugs on it. And as long as he drives it like he'd done this past weekend, he's going to be one to contend with, you know, the top three. Um, Cooper, you can't count Cooper out. Uh, Daniel Heckley, Daniel is a very aggressive driver. He gets wild sometimes, but, you know, that's how he ended up in in second this year. So, man – I can't just nail it down to like top three because I think Cooper's in the mix too. I think Cooper's right there. Yeah.
0: Um, I think if, if, if these guys out of the handful of guys that, that run, I think the big thing with this is going to be who makes it all year.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: In this class, that's really going to define your, what the top three or four look like is who makes it all year. Um you know just like we said Timmy doesn't break. If he has a weekend where he something happens on hill 1 and he can't get it rolling by hill 2, you know that changes the whole season.
2: Right. You're exactly right.
0: Um you know it was oh gosh what year was it? Um probably 18 or 19, first race of the year, Timmy comes out at Windrock and turns over right, in the bottom. Yeah.
2: I think that was 18.
0: You know, he didn't lead the points for a long time that year because of that. They, you know, he yep. was on the chase. Um, he ended up getting it, oh, this, but, but uh, he was on the chase because of that. So, any, same
2: thing with the year that he flipped Menace down in Texas. Right.
0: Yeah. No. Person. so it's uh i mean it's um it's wide open the bouncer class is more wide open now i think than it ever has been yeah
2: i agree i agree yeah, I, think, I'm, I think i'm with you top my five is... cooper and
1: daniel both are my top five
2: mm-hmm. yep
0: yeah. i think uh I, I don't until somebody beats him i'm not gonna bet against timmy um I mean, he he. As I think, you're you're go to Vegas and put all your money down. Uh, I think Timmy's your winner. I think Daniel Heckley is in second. I think Brandon's in third. Um, Daniel was getting more and more comfortable in that machine every race, especially towards the end of the year. He was driving the wheels off of it. Um, he had some engine trouble. Late in the year, had to run somebody else's buggy. I think he runs Schuessler's old buggy, didn't he, at finals? Yep. Um, yep. Didn't have a good finals. Um, if he doesn't have any more issues out of that machine, I think he's going to be tough. He'll be right there and pushing Timmy,
2: uh, Brandon. You got to think Cooper. about that buggy. Yeah. That buggy has got how many wins under its belt. Yeah a lot.
0: Exactly. Um, You know, just, and and to be fair, all, all the, all the Timmy buggies have, have done really well. Um, But yeah, I don't know, man. That bouncer class is going to be some of the best racing. I think this year that we've ever seen, we have more high quality machines, I think than we ever have. Uh, The drivers are getting better. The courses are getting crazy. Um, it's going to be cool. Uh, I'm going to put you all on spot one more time and then we'll get out of here. If you had to pick, and I don't care if it's a UTV or bouncer or, um, a foot race, I don't care. If you had to pick one person that may be a surprise winner or somebody who hasn't done real well and got a win or a podium, who's somebody that creeps in, in one of these series and, uh, and shines a little bit more this year than they, maybe they have in the past you've got to win
1: no i'm i'm asking if i can go first go first i'm raising my hand
0: you go first daniel Mm. what is it you cut out on johnny gibbs
2: Gibbs? yeah Mm, interesting yeah do it son yeah, that Johnny Gibbs is wild, and I—I I, I don't know. Don't get me wrong; he's like uh, the new star of the show, but he's got to reel it in at some point if he wants to. If he wants to, I don't know. And maybe that's what he's after. Maybe he wants to be the star of the show. Uh, you know, that's that was Richie Keith's mentality the yep. entire time he was racing.
0: Well, um, you know, if if these wild men. Every now and again, that bounces right for them.
2: That's right. That's true.
0: Um, you got anybody on your on your mind there, Kenneth?
2: Um, I'm really thinking the obviously my mind goes to the bouncer class. Um, I would really love to see. I don't think I've ever seen it happen. I would really love to see Clint Garrison pull off a win in a bouncer class. He's been on the podium before, but he's never pulled off a win. Um, And someone that I would really love to see on the podium, no matter where it shakes out. Um, I think Ethan Jones has a chance of being on the podium this year. Um, I I think that would be pretty cool. And... I would love to see Jay Stores take on the win too. Oh, for sure.
0: Jay Definitely. deserves some good fortune. He had a rough year last year, uh, in that, Agreed. in that bouncer and well, in both of them. Um, yeah. so he, 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 deserves some good fortune. I was going, um, uh, we all, listen guys, we did not talk about this beforehand. Um, I was going to say the same as you. Clint Garrison, I think, could sneak in. I don't know how much he's going to run if he's planning on running a bunch or, or just kind of handpicking so, some races.
2: Um, I had a conversation with Clint on the way home from Wade's Sunday. Uh, Clint is anticipating on running a, a complete full season, um, and he says that if he can't make a race due to work, he's got a backup driver.
0: Clint's his own boss. Clint, no excuses. Deduct the rest of us. Exactly. Show up. Well, I can't I can say that because I only come to about half of them. Um yeah, I was gonna go with Clint. Uh I think he could sneak in and get a win. Um
1: sure.
0: very easily. He's in a capable machine and, and he he has really come on as a driver. And listen, I'm even gonna say back half of the season, Kenneth Cozine. Is gonna get a win
2: oh, in that new bouncer.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm putting the jinx on you already, and you don't even have a finished machine. Hey, I'm a-
1: on
2: oh. Missouri. Do what? What? <laughs> Why is Dan cutting out?
0: I don't know. What'd you say, Dan?
1: It's y'all's junk, not my junk. No, it's
0: Joe's uh, junk. Missouri. What about Was Missouri? They- oh what
1: he's still cut out
0: we can't hear you
1: say it again this is not to be.
0: missouri <laughs> yes missouri something about missouri we got you buddy
1: cozy takes the win at missouri cozy
2: there we go you know i was close there uh the the year that i had the donkey um
1: like hey, something was after your
2: ass that was bad. So I was I was third on Hill 1, right, behind Timmy and Wade. I think I was third, third or fourth. And Hill 2, I was moving, dude. I was on a mission and decided to launch a tire, tire wheel, hub assembly into orbit, you know, and it traveled 300, 400 yards down the hill there. Um, I'd love to see that. That'd be awesome. I'm in for
0: it. Well, we, we we hope the best for you if you can get that uh, machine to the hillside at some point this year. Um, we look forward. We're going to be at Windrock Thursday. Uh, guys, Rock Life Off-Road is going to be set up in the vendor area at uh, Windrock right as you come into the campground. If you're coming to the event this weekend, stop and say, hey, uh, we'll be there. Dan's going to be there. We're going to have a trailer full of goodies. Uh, make sure and come Friday at noon, check out the UTV races, UTV stock, UTV Unlimited, and the Venn class Saturday um, at 9 a.m. We're going to get kicked off with the uh, youth class first, and then what's it go into? UTV Bounty, and then the Bouncer class goes from there. Guys, it's going to be a big weekend, big year. Kenneth, thanks for coming on. Um, Yes, sir. Daniel, I can't wait for you to see your – pig with all that lipstick on it this weekend it's gonna be a good weekend boys uh bringing muck boots it's gonna be wet and rainy at Windrock, guys thanks for coming uh uh oh yeah i forget for all you guys listening on the audio podcast stick around don't leave just yet i've got one more little segment dan has heard it i'm gonna put it on this episode um my kid come out the other day and he didn't know I was recording him. And we've got a little five-minute segment with me and my kid. It's awesome. You guys will love it. Uh, guys, check us out. We'll be back next week with another episode of Out of the Top. Thanks, guys. See
2: ya. Good luck to everybody. Hmm.
0: What are you doing? Just talking. Talking? Yeah. Do you want to be on Daddy's show that we do on YouTube? No. Why not?
2: I just don't.
0: Well too bad hmm that comes with the territory if you come and get on these that's that's what happens what? yeah why? because that's what they're for hmm so if you had your very own show and you could talk about anything you wanted to what would you talk about? hmm um, stomping your feet and it's not a good idea for a show. <laughs> Razors? RC cars. RC cars. Yes. That actually would be a really good show.
2: Really? Why yeah. didn't you think of that?
0: Well, because you just did. Oh. What's your favorite RC car? Um,
1: probably that orange one with the four-wheel steering.
0: The orange one with the four-wheel steering The uh, the AX20, AX1, SCX twenty four. Yeah. What about? I like the Jeep.
2: Me too.
0: You do? Yeah. What's your favorite part about playing with RC cars? Uh,
2: because of the um pile, we can drive around the track.
0: Drive around the track on the gravel pile. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really wish you wouldn't stomp your feet the entire time. <laughs>
2: I
1: won't.
0: Okay. Great. All right, so you want to talk about RC cars.
2: Yes.
0: What about the big ones? Which one's your favorite? We got the Razor Buggy, and then we got the two other ones over there.
2: Mm. I would go with the Razor Buggy.
0: The Razor Buggy? Yeah, that one. It looks pretty cool, doesn't it?
2: Uh, yes. Do you want to know my favorite part about it?
0: What? Because meow. That's a that's, that's that's a good, yeah. That's good. All right, you going to take Dan's job talking on the podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> well, we'll let him keep his job for now.
1: Yeah. You,
0: you can come out some Tuesday night and be on with us if you want to. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. You'll have to watch some racing on YouTube, though. You'll have to get... You'll have to know what you're talking about. Okay. 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 Okay, bye.